Welcome to episode number 39 of the Grab Blogger podcast. We're helping academics change the world through online business. We're helping you, the listener, create an online business based on your experience, your expertise, your research background, so you can build a profitable online business and create the change that you want to see in the world. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Cloney. Today's episode, we're talking about what is the most common mistake academics make when building their online business. So when I actually sat down, this is my second time recording this episode, I tried to record the first one as sort of a year-end summary of 2019. So at the time this comes episode comes out, it will be January 2nd, 2020. And the first episode was really going to be, you know, a, a review of the year. What did we do? What did we start? Including the podcast, um, the accelerator program that we ran earlier in the year, building with the Grablar community. And just, it didn't feel right. The whole time I was talking about me and myself and what we've done and, you know, what I've done with, with Grablogger and online. And I realized that that's not really the point. So I actually scrapped that episode. I didn't think it was the best value for you listening to, you know, start off your 2020 with. So I scrapped it. So I decided, what is the number one thing I can talk about that will help somebody today and move the needle? What is the most common mistake that I see time and time again with academics as they build their online business? How can I give some tips around fixing that? So that's why I came up with this idea. So what is the, you know, the number one mistake then? That's what we'll talk about. What is the biggest mistake? We'll talk about what is an alternative approach. And then we'll talk about some benefits of this approach. And so without further ado, the, the number one mistake that I see time and time again is that people have an idea of what they want to create before they think about who they're going to create it for and, and why they're doing it in the first place. So maybe you have this amazing course idea or this amazing membership product this amazing thing that you want to put into the world and you start outlining it and you start, you know, thinking about what it's going to look like and you start recording and you take a lot of time and you make it perfect and then you try to put it into the world. And a lot of people at the start, when I'm talking to them, they're in this mindset. They have this amazing thing that they're going to create, this amazing course or this amazing membership. And it's almost a guarantee that that's not going to work <laughs> going about it that way, unfortunately, especially if you're kind of in the space that we're in. So as a, a you know, a, a person with a higher degree, you may be in the expert market or the speaker market or the author, consultant. These are the kind of areas that you're looking at. This is not the ideal way to get started, to think about what you want to create. So you want to focus on why you need to create something or who you're going to serve and then work your way forward. So, you know, this is the biggest mistake I see time and time again. You're probably, some listener here that's listening right now is probably in that same mindset. If it's a great idea for something they're going to create and they're going to sell for $97 and they're going to get 30 people to buy and it's going to be so amazing. But that's not the best starting place to start your online business. So that's what we're going to talk about this episode. You know, we'll talk about why is this the biggest mistake. We'll talk about the alternative path that I recommend, which is starting with, you know, why and who you want to serve and then working your way forward to a profitable product. Um, We'll talk about some benefits of this approach overall. So as always, we'll pull together a cheat sheet or a summary of this episode. You can get that at grabblogger.com slash 39. We also always include a PDF transcript of the episode, which you can download uh, at the show notes there. So why is this the biggest mistake then to think about what you want to create and have this amazing idea, this thing you're going to put into the world first? I have four reasons why this is, the big, why this is a, a big mistake. So the first is that it takes a long time to create the perfect product. And this is especially true if it's your first one. If you're just getting started, you may agonize for months on the outline, then, you know, even more months on, on creating the thing and then years on perfecting it. And before you know it, you've, you've waited five years before you started your online business. It's really hard because it ends up taking a lot of time. And even if you do it really quickly, 
it still ends up taking more time than you think. Even the mini course I show up for Grabblogger, which is at grabblogger.com slash GSMC for getting started mini course. I think that's a link. If not, it'll be in the show notes at grabblogger.com slash 39. But that took way longer than I thought. It's a 10-part email course. And you know, just creating that takes takes a lot more time than you'd think. So that's a, the first reason. The second reason is that if you build it, they will not necessarily come. So you buried your head, you've created the thing, you've stuck your head in the ground, you've kind of finally came up for air. But now you need somebody to sell it to. You look around and nobody's around because you're not seen as an authority in the space. You don't have the you know community to actually put that out to. That's actually the harder part is to build that. And you know if you just focus on the product first or the course or the membership or whatever it is, you still need to do the selling part, which is going to be the part that you're going to get stuck at. So then a lot of people end up creating the why and the who then, but they create that backwards. They have the product and they try to create who it's for and why it's a good product from there. And that's just not a very effective way to look at it. The third reason is that I mentioned this just a moment ago, but you're doing the easy work first. It's easy to bury your head into outlines. It's easier to bury your head and start shooting videos that may never see the light of day. It's a lot harder to actually talk to people to create good content, to ship content and put it into the world. These are the hard things you need to do to build an online business. And you're actually delaying doing that because you have your head kind of buried doing the product first. And the last and the fourth reason I'll mention why this is you know, a big mistake is most things don't work. So I'll repeat that again. Most things that you create, most things I create in my business don't work. So chances are the thing that you're creating probably isn't going to be that great in terms of you know, a fit to what people actually need at the end of the day. And the problem there is if people don't buy, you have no feedback. You've done nothing besides, you know, stick your head in and bury your head into this work and do it. And if nobody buys, you're no further ahead. You have no authority built up in the space. You have no community. You have no way you can ask why. They just didn't, they voted with their dollars and didn't send you anything. So those are four reasons why this is, you know, not a great way to go. It takes a long time to create the perfect product. If you build it, they, they probably won't just come you're doing the easy work first, you really should ask yourself this. If you're thinking about building this product and you're on this track where you're building it out over a period of months, are you really ignoring doing the harder part first, which is building community and building yourself as, self as an authority in the space first? If you are, then you need to think about that because that's really the critical part to be able to build an online and profitable business. And then the last reason is that most things don't work. The thing that you're doing right now probably isn't going to work just by the law of averages, unfortunately. And the question is, what have you gained if it doesn't work? And if you've just created the product and you haven't actually created the why or the who behind it, then you know, you're know you in a position where you're not any farther ahead. So what is the alternative approach then to starting with what? And that's to start with either why or who. So I like to recommend a three-step process. Step one is choose a mission. Step two is build authority or become the authority in your space. And then step three is create a profitable business. This is by creating profitable products. This is the last step. It's not the first step. And again, this really fits with experts, speakers, authors, consultants, uh, people that are resonating in, in the kind of online business that a lot of people will build as an academic. Think of uh, people like Brene Brown or I don't know, other people that are seen as the authority in their space. They have this approach where they built the authority first. They've chosen a mission. They built the authority and then they went on to build a profitable business based on this. They didn't start with the product, with the what they're going to create. So in going through these steps, step one is to choose your mission. So this could be, it sounded like we're, we're going into a, I don't know, a death match or something. Choose your mission. 
no, this could, this could be a, a big M mission, like a really big thing you want to create in the world. For me, with uh, safety science, my mission is to have a year with zero fatalities by 2038. That's a you know a big M mission. For grad bloggers to help a thousand academics, help a thousand people, that's also you know a big mission. It's really hard to know when you just get started that you can even dream or think of these big missions. So I also encourage the you know if you don't have a big M mission to create a small M mission. So this is more like a vision or a goal. This could be create an educational website that has 30 visitors a day, or to grow your Twitter following to a thousand people or some kind of smaller goal, but at least start with the why you're doing something to begin with and who you're doing it for. So this makes you ask the important questions. You know, what is the point? What is the point of being online? Why are you, why are you doing this in the first place? Who are you trying to help? Why are you trying to help them and which way are you trying to help them? If you answer these questions, you'll be a lot further ahead in understanding what the product is at the end of the day that's going to actually help these people. So that's step one, choose your mission. Step two is to build authority in your space. So the number one way to do this online is by creating content. Um, I've covered a lot of these, actually not just creating content. You need to actually ship it into the world as well. I've talked about this uh, for sure in previous episodes of the podcast, but we, we also talked about these content machines quite a bit. So in episode eight, we talked about using random topic blogging as your first content machine. In episode 11, we talked about using three minute papers to drive traffic to your site. Episode 23, we talked about content curation repurposing. This is really my news reporting strategy I've used to build the safety science up to over a thousand or over 10,000 page views per month now for a, a website and a blog based on industrial safety and dust explosion. So practicing this creating content and the shipping content muscle is the best way, single most important way to start building authority in your space. Another way you can do this is by putting yourself out there. So things like guest posts. Things like you know LinkedIn posts or LinkedIn articles. Speaking at conferences is a great way to do this. Interviews by news news agencies. I remember at the very first when a, a media company would reach out to me to do an interview, I was really nervous, and I, I usually deflected and sent them to some other expert in my field that could handle that. But I've now realized that if I actually do these interviews, they're usually pretty easy. They don't take a lot of time. They build you as an authority. The last way to put yourself out there is to help others online in your space. This would be the number one driver. Set up phone calls, do coffee chats, just start to you know build authority in your space. If you do this in a period for three, six, eight, ten months, a year, a year and a half, you will become seen as the authority online for your specific topic area. So if we kind of rewind back now. The the first way was we picked a product, we built the product out, and then we try to figure out how to sell it. I'm saying no. Start with why you want to do something and who you want to help. Become an authority in the space. Take a while to actually start creating content to build out your content portfolio the assets you have on your website online to share on social media, and then eventually start building a community, not necessarily a membership community, but a community of like-minded people that you know are interested in the same things you are. And I talk about this a lot in the first three episodes of the podcast, episode one, two, and three on content creation strategies, three steps to build a community around your blog and causing a ruckus, create the change you want in the world. So that's really the, the process here is choose a mission, choose a reason build authority, build traffic to your website, start building followers, and then you can move on to step three, which is create a profitable business. Now you have the community to ask about what they need. You have the insights that are generated from these people that you can actually use that now to build the products that you need in your business. So if you're not already at a stage where you are seen as the authority or at least not building that out already, I encourage you not to be thinking about products at the current time but to start building out your authority, start building out your traffic, start building out your influence in your space first. 
So those are the three steps. I'm going to talk about five benefits to why this approach is so powerful. Why it's a lot more powerful than you know just starting with a product than trying to put it out there. So benefit number one is that you've done the hard work first. You now have a solid foundation to rapidly expand your business. So with the safety science, if I think about the the trajectory of my business, I didn't earn any income in the first 12 months or so. In the next 12 months, I maybe made $10,000, maybe $20,000. And then the, you know, the next year almost, we're, we're up over $100,000 over that time. So that's because we built a strong foundation on being the authority in the space. We have our social channels figured out. We have our content creation machines figured out. We I present around the world on this topic. We built out this authority. And now that we, we have that, in a pretty short time, it was pretty easy to monetize through a couple different avenues. I talked recently about the event that we're running next year, um, how much that's going to impact what we're doing as a, as a company there as well. And this is all because we are established authority in the space now. So you've done the hard work first. You know how to create content. You know how to ship because you've exercised those muscles. Now you can go on to creating your products and creating a profitable business. Benefit number two, and I kind of mentioned this a moment ago, but you can ask your community what they want. You can do surveys, you can do social polls, you can add it to your autoresponder sequence, you can add it to your superscript at the bottom of your email. You can use things like the Ask Method by Ryan Levesque in his book, Levesque, in his book, Ask, to do really detailed deep dive surveys. But you can figure out what your community needs and actually give it to them. Then the products that you're creating aren't just you know your best guess, but they're actually what the community is looking for. Benefit number three is that you can collect insights about your audience. I talked about this in episode 30 of the podcast, five customer insight generation machines for your blogging business. The key point here is that you can actually, because you have a, a wide swath, say you know 50 people's problems, you probably know the, the problems that they have more than each of those individual people even know their problems. At this point now, you can really start to design products that can really help people because you have all these insights. Benefit number four is that you can prototype things much faster. So you can do really small batch sizes. You can come up with a minimum viable course. Um, I, I quote this one to uh, Lindsay Padilla and the Wealthy Teachers podcast. Uh, you can do a minimum viable membership. This is generally one-on-one coaching, you know, the stuff that we do at Grabblogger. Instead of building a membership, what's the minimum viable membership? Well, that's just doing one-on-one coaching with a couple people. Make sure you can do that. Make sure you can attract the people that you, you want to work with testing that whole process out and then building a membership on it. It's better than just, you know, starting with a membership before you even have a community. The last and the fifth benefit I'll mention is that you now have the starving crowd. So I've heard this example before and I unfortunately don't know who to quote to. Maybe, maybe Dean Jackson, one of the old time copywriters, but the question was, you know, what would, if you had to start all over in online marketing again, what would you do? What, what would you want to best have? And the answer was um, a starving crowd. And the example here is, you know, if you, wanted to sell hot dogs, where would be the best place to sell hot dogs? Well, it probably wouldn't be in the middle of the freeway uh, in the middle of the day. A great place would be to stand outside a bar at 2 a.m. in the morning when everybody's walking out and everybody's going to be buying hot dogs. That's the time. So you want a starving crowd. Now you you know, you know have the insights to actually build a product, but you have that crowd to sell it to because it's going to be perfectly tuned to what they need and what they want. You understand them, and now you're in a great place to build a profitable business. So that's it for this episode. We talked about you know, what is the single biggest mistake? As I mentioned, I started recording about a grandiose summary of 2019 and how amazing it was. And I realized that's just not, that's not how I want to help you. Uh, that's not how I want to help you build your business by summarizing what we're doing. Instead, I really want to, you know, get in deep into what might help you move the needle. What is the biggest mistake? So that's what we talked about in this episode. What is the biggest mistake when academics make when starting their business? And this was starting with 
what they want to create, not why they want to create it or who they want to help serve. Talked about four reasons why this, this is difficult. It takes a long time to create the perfect product. Um, if you build it, they won't come. <laughs> this is uh, generally a, a general true statement. You're doing the easy work first, so you may be delaying actually doing the hard work of putting yourself out there. And most products just don't work. Most companies don't work. They don't sell. They don't get off the ground. So that just means by the law of averages that your product's probably not going to have the right market fit, especially if you built it before you understood why you're creating it or who you're creating it for. So your alternative approach that I recommend is step one, choose a mission. Step two, build authority in your space. And step three, create a profitable business. If you don't know why you're doing your business or you haven't started building authority, then you should really be rethinking whether or not you're at the ready and at the stage to be building um, products and these uh, specific things you want to put into your business. I know it's important you want to rush to get that, but again, these kind of expert speaker, author, consultant models that we a lot of us use academics, it's much better to build that authority first. Then we closed out with uh, five benefits of this approach. So you've done the hard work first, you've gotten used to creating content, you've gotten used to shipping, you can ask your community what they want, you can collect insights about your audience, about what they actually need, and get to understand, you know, you become able to understand their problem even better than any one individual in your group does. And this is at a point where you start to really prototype and create things much quicker, and you have the starving crowd to send that out to. So what I like to ask for this episode, I usually uh, end on, on asking questions, are you guilty of this? I know I am. The, the first product I ever created was a course. Uh, this was back in 2000, late 2016, at the end of 2016, about four months after I started blogging. It was a course for research labs that didn't have a blog already to the supervisor. The idea was the supervisor would pay for the course and one of their students would, I would teach them how to create a blog so they create their blog for their lab. Uh, so it was a great idea. Uh, you know, I, I put the idea out there into the world and did this kind of beta launch thing. And I actually had a couple takers, but the problem was, I, you know, it just it didn't make a whole lot of sense. It wasn't very well thought out, and it wasn't what I was passionate about. Instead, you know, it's much better to start with why and who you want to help and work your way forward from there. So I know I'm guilty of it. I'll put my hand up. Um, I've done it maybe more times since then, but We've also been able to turn it around now. Both my businesses, Dust Safety Science, where we built authority over the last three years, Grab Blogger, that's what this podcast is about, is what helping you, the listener, build your online business. It also establishes me as an authority in the space as well. Uh, so if you're guilty of thinking of this big, grandiose product before you know, doing the hard work of putting yourself out there in the world, definitely definitely let me know. Uh, send, tag me on social media, at Grab Blogger, on Twitter or Instagram, and on Facebook as well, actually. Um, let me know your thoughts on this whole thing. So... We are taking questions at for the Grab Blogger podcast. You can go ask a question. We we answer them all on the podcast here at grabblogger.com slash ask, or you shoot me an email at chris at grabblogger.com. And we probably will put a summary cheat sheet up for this episode. You can get that at grabblogger.com slash 39. If that's not there, I think we will do one for this episode. But if it's not there, you can also grab a PDF copy of the transcripts and read your way through what we talked about. So hope you have a great week ahead. I'm really excited to help you build your business from here on out in 2020. We have some really big things coming in Grab Blogger, even though I didn't spend this whole episode yapping on about them. But uh, stay tuned and, and look forward to some big things that we'll be doing in 2020 to help you push your business forward. Mm-hmm.